Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Just Real Dads with me, Sai. I'm Ryan. Me, Stu. Me, Stu, too. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Boom. G'day, mate. I'm Glenn. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we have the same Me, Stu for We a did while. that in the wrong order. Yeah, we've gone off, no. boys. Yeah. Have Don't like off? it. Yeah. Didn't like it. No, I, don't, I like it the same. That's right. Well, I can, I can we're mixing it up a little bit. Should we do it again? Do it again? That's, do it. No, that's I, right. I can't hear I, can I, like, I can't actually hear myself, to be honest. No, that's all right. That's good. I'll you right down. Mate. Hello? 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 Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hello. Right, go again then. Yeah, that's go on. No, that's all right. I'm happy. It's fine. No, go on. No, that's right. It's me, Glenn. Yeah, but I wasn't up anyway. Stop stroking me. It's all right. It's fine. Okay. You don't like change, do you? That's my leg. He's really struggling with that. Yeah. All sheepish. It's fine. No, uh, Everyone good? Good. You good? Good, yeah. Good, good half term. Good to hear. Good to hear. We had, had a loads of fun. How was Manchester? What did you get up to? Manchester for me, yeah, it was good. Um, just nice having a bit of uh, time without the kids, uh, as much as we love them. Um, was it worth taking your socks? <coughs> yes, yes, it was. Where's, yes. the, where's the crickets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, yeah, but it was more about rest. It was more about rest, okay. to be fair. Where do you go um, for food? We went to Albert Schultz. It was really nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, What'd you have? I had, because um, it was Sunday, I just had like a really, well, Joe had a really nice roast dinner and um, I um, I just had a wiener. Nice. It's German. It's German. I know we all know it is, but you can't say unexpected. Why did you say sausage? Me either. Have you turned this all down? No. Wow. Someone's a little self-centered over there. Nice sausage then. Very large sausage. Good. 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 What about the wiener? It was a good, good meaty sausage. I didn't. Oh no, that was the wrong one. That's okay. That's what happened to stew sausage. Did you? That was Sunday. Hang on. Did what? you use that word while I was working out what button to press over here? Did you just say girth? I no, said, you I said, said girth. girth. I well, said he said girth. That's not okay. Good girth on a sausage. I don't know a Gareth. That's too easy. That's two episodes running. We've had words that make me feel unhappy. So I had. Uh, so I had you go. Yeah, there, good. Mate. Yeah, very good. How was Manchester nice. for you? Yeah, good. Doghouse was really good. <laughs> what did you eat? <laughs> uh, so we're on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find, how is that a funny question? I don't know. So, no. uh, so if you had already booked us the rooftop bar at Brewdog, so we had tacos. Are you, you are you giggling because you got up to things? I don't know. Did you take oh, socks? Okay. You took your socks, yeah. Always yeah. took your socks, mate. Harbour yeah. was a dream, by the way. Thanks, yeah. Heart, yeah. If you listen to the last episode, uh, the the uh, Gray's household how they half there. Ryan, did she say anything funny? Because Honestly, she's always coming out with funny comments. Honestly. I I don't understand how he was complaining about her on the last episode because she was, she was the dream child. She was so nice. She brushed her teeth without any fuss. Yeah. So maybe uh, you need to give Sai some more parenting tips. Maybe I Yeah. You could write a, write a book for him. Or we could swap. You can have my preteen and my six-year-old mm. and we'll have Harvard from it. No? No, I'm all right. Sorry. No offense. But. Damn it. I nearly got rid of them. Close, but no cigar. But yeah, it was nice. Nice. So, I thought getaway. Did you get anywhere else or just the doghouse? Uh, I went to uh, Chapter Brewery. Nice. Yeah, which is very nice. And then we had uh, food in like a little mark area called The Social. What'd you have? Where Vocation was. What'd you have? Nice. So, uh, uh, yeah, had a burger. <laughs> just a burger? Just a burger. 
burger what was on it? Probably. Mate, you can have a burger anywhere. What? I mean, there must be yourself. something about Well, it. no, I was going there mainly because Vocation were there. So I just oh, had quite, not I just like had quite a few vacation. Was it a good meaty burger like my sausage? Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Well, no, because your sausage would have been pork and his burger would have been beef. He so. might have a pork burger. Ew. Nah. Who does that? Lamb. Ostrich. Oh, no, I've had some good pork burgers. Oh, no, good eye. What? Yeah, mate. <laughs> you get a decent burger that's pork. It's actually really nice. Pork and apple, really good. Oh, from pork my, and apple, that's From my butcher shout. in Mother Virgin. Sweet, savoury. Really good. Good show. Really good. From my butcher. My butcher. The butcher in my village. It's not actually my personal butcher, yeah, well, but he served, you know, served lots of uh, people. And have you got over the fact that Sophie beat you at Junkyard Golf yet? Oh, the silence. The silence. Oh, that's, that must go deep. It sounds like it goes deep there. He lost out. Oh, really? Imagine yeah. getting beaten by you. I'm, I'm going to stay silent here. Yeah, if yeah. you want to check out what Junkyard Golf is, give it a Google. But it's you quick, know, good fun. But you are yeah, both you, quite competitive. But I didn't so. have, it didn't happen like that. Yeah. If you want an easy one. How did it happen then? So it didn't happen. No, I'm staying she silent about it. I'll get told after I talk about it. She beat him. That's right. It's good quite, fun, you sound quite yeah. bitter about it's good it. Good fun. Yeah, drinking as you're playing little crazy golf. Yeah. Did you drink too much and you just what were you drinking, Si? Uh beer. Beer and then uh we will move on to cocktails. Have you got any good beer on there? Yeah. What? Oh, this is like quizzing me. Well, we want to know if we should invest. Oh, Make like a trip. standard, like brew dog. Should we do a JRD trip? Could do, that'd be quite fun. Ah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that good sounds plan. really good. A little, uh, yeah. Getaway. I still want to go to Liverpool because obviously there's some very nice places in Liverpool to go to, like Dead Crafty Beer Place, which is very nice. As it happens, Chester has some really good beer places. It does, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Tenuous link. They are good friends at Beer Heroes. Who, as always, have provided us with uh, some quality beers for this episode. Uh, so, we have a Tiny Rebel, a good, always good Tiny Rebel. It's a blonde IPA called, I think, XOXO. Is that how we're pronouncing that? Yep, Cuddles. Yeah, Sorry? what? Cuddles. Cuddles and Kisses. Which one's which? X, X is, is the kiss. Kisses. Just checking. Um, apparently, Stu looks really confused. Yeah, no, I didn't get that at all. XOXO. Kisses and cuddles. No, I don't know. But there we are. Whatever. It's a blonde IPA at 5%. Um, and always nice. Can't go wrong with Tiny Rebel, really. Based Usually. in Wales? Mm. Based in Wales. Mould. Uh, yeah, close. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very close. Very close. Uh, close. From Same a little further afield. Polly's. Brewery tour. From yeah. a little further afield. Uh, from Firebrand, Firebrand Brewing Company in Cornwall. A coffee stout coming in at uh, 6%. Well, that sounds bloody lovely. Which that we, do, we do always enjoy a state. I don't know what that, that was. That was my Cornish accent, though. Oh, right. Was it? it sounded right. more Northampton. <laughs> Sound more like corned beef. Yeah. <laughs> I do love corned beef. I love Cornwall. Uh, no, I love corned beef. I love I like the accent in Cornwall. Proper corned beef, not the tin stuff you get over here. It's like a West what? Country accent. Corned beef in this country is minging. What is like normal? Because like corn, corn silverside, like where I grew up, corn silverside cooked in like a. A brine. Like slowly. Yeah. Oh, mashed potato. Because like... It is mint. Harper it's awesome. Has, Harper has like corned beef hash in nursery. But is that just them No, it's like, tin, it's tin corned beef. Corn beef. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to make Like a it. shepherd's pie with potato on top. No. No. It's well, literally well, corned beef and beans mixed together. Well... Yeah. Well... It's a bit cheap, isn't it? Well, no. Yeah. I, I used to... Actually, well, it's not... not corned corn beef's not expensive. cheap now. Because I used to make it as like a hot pot. So corned beef with veg... And then like sliced carrots on the t- uh, sliced potatoes on the top, uh, and then just brown it off. Um, what brown the corned beef off? The not brown the brown the potatoes off. Like like you, like you're doing a hot pot. 
But um, maybe use a trivet. Um, but no, um, trivet. no need. Corn beef has gone really expensive. Yeah, corn beef. Is I had to knock it on here because, like, you sort of. I was going through like eight tins of corned beef or something. Well, I like like a like a corned beef and mustard sandwich or corned beef and coleslaw. Sandwich I do. I do bath. actually like the yeah. tin corned beef in the bath. Is very nice. But uh, a, I think a it's the salt content of it. It's like it's just, out like five slices. I can't bring myself in Aldi to buy like. Oh yeah, no, you might five just five tin. The fat. Other there. supermarkets just, are also I don't available. Don't care. It tastes good. It does taste really good. <laughs> it does. Can't, can't do it myself. Uh, yeah, but have you had duck confit? I've seen the fat and that, and like. Oh. You can't compare corned beef with duck confit. No, I know, but I mean, like and when you open, when you open, wrong. confit. Yeah, I know. No, but why I, are you pronouncing confit wrong? Confit is not. I uh, I saw someone confit a whole bulb of garlic, and it looked so good. It looked good. Yeah, and then they spread it on a nice bit of toasted chia batter. I was. Drawing. Oh, you think you mentioned this? Yeah, oh, it looked absolutely banging. Have we gone off piste? We piste. were talking a little bit because we were talking about Cornwall and Firebrand Breathing Company. And we we also missed out half of our half term conversations, but that's okay. Oh yeah, mine was good. How was yours, Glenn? Awesome. Went on holiday with the fan because our half term started a week later than yours, so. That's fine. Um, so you're still on it? No. Anyway. It's finished. Only just finished. Only just, yeah. Yeah, gotta get my dates right. Um, yeah, went down south to the Mumbles, south of Swansea. To what? Is that a place? <laughs> oh, let's not get geographical again, moving oh, to not with you last two. time, Southampton no or wherever it was. <laughs> it was in Wales, south, right, okay. south of Swansea. Come on. on. Gower Peninsula. Where were you? The Gower Peninsula. And the other place? The mumbles. You can't say it. Bro. You have to. You have what to was the confusion more. last time? A castle or something? No, uh, it's him and his stupid yes. geography about castles. No, no, no. Based on that as well, I forgot because I went to go here for dinner the other night and I completely forgot what it was called. Uh, in, other side of Wrexham. Pantarogan. Yeah. Yes. Pantarogan. Yeah. Boom. Thank you. Say it That's right, Ryan. Pantarogan. Pantarogan. How dare you sit there and tell me to say anything <laughs> right? But one wow. Of the, yeah, one of the best things about... Voice uh, like yours. Yeah, mate. I can correct you if I need to. Um, bike Park Wales. Downhill mountain biking. Amazing. Came home in one piece. Always a winner. Always a winner. Always a winner. Nice. So, yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. How was yours, Ryan? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. That, uh, that, that sounded exciting. You still got cold. Yeah. Sounds like yeah, you still, still got cold. Got, still hanging on. It's really annoying. It's just a sniffle, but it's all right. Really, uh, really annoying. Is that like Ryan? A bit annoying. Yeah. Have you got a deviated septum? A bit of a hanger on. No, that's just Glenn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shut up. Leave me alone. Stop picking on me. Uh, speaking of picking, out in the cave there, Stu. <laughs> Has he? <laughs> you got a booger hanging. <laughs> oh. Let me know that. Oh, yours. don't do that. Uh, yeah, half term was good. We. Uh, Went out, saw some of my colleagues, went to the zoo, uh, went to uh, Park Hall Farm. Where's that? Uh, it's like, oh, it's like Oswald Street Direction, oh, I think. I've been there a long time ago. They do pig racing and all sorts. It's a brilliant day out. Is it just like a, what, what is it, just like a regular farm or, or what? Well, there's rides and stuff for kids to go on. There's no, yeah, I don't, it's like no longer a working farm. It's like Hayrack. Yeah, like Hayrack, but like... Like on on drugs. Well, you mean to Huge. Herak. No, yeah, no, it's good. Can't, you can't. Herak's all I right. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Herak. Yeah. Oh, let's, I might do that. Let's do that at uh, the weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Herak uh, also do uh, quality bite to eat. They do what? They've got, they've got a butcher's literally attached. So oh. you know, you could go one week and see animals. Oh, nice. Go the following week and buy them to have for dinner. Oh, tasty! Mm. I know. Uh, 
but yeah, the, the food in Hayrock is amazing. Yeah, and the last time I was there, it was really well priced. Quite pricey though, isn't it? No, it was all right. Mm. But yeah, Park Hall was good. We had a great time. And nice. uh, and then we went to Liverpool to the museum. Which one? World World Museum. They still got the dinosaur? Yeah. That looks not like the a one dinosaur. downstairs. Yeah. That looks like a big crab. Yeah. Another one. Is it a crab dinosaur? Yeah, it's like a weird... Crabosaurus rex. Is it? <laughs> I never knew a frog was actually a dinosaur. What? A frog. I was watching Dinosaur Train with Harper, which is very educational. Dinosaur Train. And, yeah. Um, and a frog has yeah, been around for millions well, of years. Well, they say chicken's the closest thing to a dinosaur, isn't it? But no, that's exactly the look that I gave to Scott, the paleontologist, when he said about frogs. Dr. Scott, don't, don't, don't sit in this. Sophie, uh, Sophie. Who's Scott, the paleontologist? Well, no, it's really good. It's like a cartoon, and then it gets to the last, like, four minutes, and then Scott, the paleontologist, this human, comes on to the set and, like, starts talking about explaining the dinosaur that's been on the episode. And Harper's like, oh, not Scott again. <laughs> gets really <laughs> bored when he comes on to explain about the paleontologist. Scott tries to make it educational. Yeah. And I, you know. Yeah, well, that doesn't work with a certain demographic. Visit, no, it's go. quite good though. Quite, it's a good, uh, good program. Yeah. yeah. Right, we're gonna open a beer. Let's go, Tiny Rebel first. Tiny Blonde. Rebel. Uh, rebel, Rebel. As Ryan's doing it, I would do That's some emails, but we've got yeah. no emails this oh. time. No emails. Sorry. I um, tell you what, though, I will shout out to all of our new followers on Instagram. We've had a real rush on them recently, and I like it. It's good. So you know, hi everyone who's started following us on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That looks nice. It looks very light. It's blonde. I mean, yeah. It's do these people not have anything better to do with their time? They follow us. They're not actually. You know, we don't get followed, right? They don't like stalk you. Or I hope. I know how Instagram works. Do you? Yeah, my but daughter has it. I don't have it. No, we know. Uh, so this is the tiny rebel. Uh, it's the XOXO blonde IPA, Stuart. What are you getting on the nose there, Stu? Um, I like that. It's subtle. It's um, what are you getting on the nose? Like... Come on, it says on the back of the can what you should get on the nose. So have a little sniff there. Tell me if you get it. Right. See who's, I'm getting, see who's I'm on. getting citrus. Citrus. I can't, I can't smell much because of my Rona nose. I don't get a lot. You of... still got the Rona. Yeah, nose. it just don't smell as much. But taste, I'm full of taste. I'm still I'm getting quite a bit of orange. Citrus. Citrus. Taste, yeah. yeah. Citrus thing. and grapefruit. Apparently. Yeah. What about the taste? The taste. One of these. One of these tastes. To be fair, I'm always like, "What? How you meant to?" Taste I know. That? Yeah. Floral. The orange. It's a slightly floral. Yeah. Oh, we'll go there. Uh, it's citrus and citrus and pine. Well, I, that's how pine. Do you know what pine, pine. pine tastes like? Mm, that's weird. Stop licking trees. Well, pine nuts doesn't taste anything like pine. Like smell like pine. I don't eat nuts. Oh, pine nuts. Are mint. <laughs> what? Pine nuts are mint. Pine nuts are lovely. Amazing. They're not many Pesto. at all. Pine, pine nuts. Pine nuts. Pine nuts. Pie and nuts. Make your own pesto. <laughs> I have, but it's right faff. It? It's a faff, isn't it? Apparently. Uh, also, on the eye, it should be pale and hazy. And yes. For, you know, for those it watching. It is pale and hazy. <laughs> it is pale and hazy. Well, for our first beer, I'd say a this, solid is, start. this is uh, a good start. Yeah, coffee stout is going to be a... Uh, a banging winner, a I reckon. Oh, that's nice. It's really yeah, nice. A that, that's that's a nice summer. Good job, Tiny Rebel. That one. It's yeah, it's a summery one, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Oh, that one. So this is uh, it's this a is. It's a warm IPA, shaken notch. Sorry, I was just about to say this is like 
more serious episode. Sorry. Because we, we're trying to alternate, aren't we? Uh, so we, we want to talk about, we were going to talk about uh, gender stereotypes and uh, whether or not we've been victim of one of those gender stereotypes. And we, I know we talked before about, did we talk before about changing tables? Changing tables not being in uh, briefly, yeah. men's loose and things. But I, I think lots of places are getting onto that and getting better at it. So that's good. Uh, yeah. I oh. mean, a few years ago, it used to be difficult, didn't it? I remember, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this. Have I mentioned this about when, I, when Emma I'm not, was... I'm not, uh, I can't read your mind, mate, so I don't know. Well, we're talking about changing tables. We're talking about changing tables, and I talked to you about this off-podcast. Um, the the toilets in down by the river, in where we are... With the porcelain ones? Yeah. Yeah. Well... When Emma was uh, was a baby, um, she obviously needed changing. I mean, Joe was with me, but um, I decided. I said, "I'll do it. I'll, I'll take it." And she was crying a lot, but the the table was um, was it was right by the urinals. To be fair, and um, it was a bit awkward. I mean, these well, these men, the, the blokes were coming in to use the toilet, and they were looking at me because they were just. That they would, you could see they were uncomfortable because she was crying, and um, but at the end of the day, I was just changing a nappy or a diaper if you're American. Um, and um, that for one person who accidentally listened to it, uh, yeah. And um, they just turned and said, Oh, modern man, modern man. I'm like, What, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? I said, modern man, very modern, modern man. Well, no, I'm not, I'm just doing what a parent should be doing, you know. It's not just a female, it's not the female's job, that doesn't sound right, it's not the female parent's job to do the nappy changing all the time. No. So, so it, yeah, it just, it just a bit awkward, I was like, that's ah, a bit strange. I did get out of it though, because we had a, we had our friend's uh, little girl for a, a night, and went to Chester Zoo, and then I was like, I think she did a poo in a nappy. And I said, oh, so if you have to take her, because there's no changing uh, facilities in the men's. And she was like, oh, yeah. Is that true? I think so. But then she said, no, but there's a baby changing room, Sai. And I was like, no, oh, right, no, yeah. it's all right, it's all right. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think at the zoo, there's still no... I don't think there is. If I'm wrong, yeah, I'm wrong. You have a separate place just for changing You have a baby yeah, changing room, yeah. There's not an issue. Right. Yeah. There's another issue here, because, like, in some places... Um, I'm sure, like some stores, they have a baby changing room, which, again, it's as though that is predominantly meant for females because you can go in there and someone will be breastfeeding. Now, how how do you feel about that? I mean, it's perfectly natural, I know, but... Um, you don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. No. Would it make them feel uncomfortable? And I think as as, as natural as it is... I think as a guy, it always feels a little bit uncomfortable. Like, even though it shouldn't, I think you're always a bit like, oh, like, what do I do? Well, it's more you don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's what makes you feel uncomfortable because you're like, oh, like, do I go? Well, I think that's just the way society has made us, isn't it, really? Because, you know... But it is the most natural thing in the world, so... Yeah, I don't know. I always feel uncomfortable. Just... What? Breastfeeding. I mean, don't get me well, wrong. I'm a personally. What? Uh, shut up. I don't. What, what are you talking what about? Are you what, talking about? What, 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 Do you know what? what? You probably did, you were actually making sense, but because of the what, monkey on your shoulder, what, he sat and giggled. So what? What makes so you feel? If 
if I if I'm in a if I'm in a cafe, I mean, one hundred percent, it is the most natural thing, and I am very much, I'm very much kind of pro breastfeeding. I think it should be a thing that you know women can do wherever. I think one of the things that makes us uncomfortable is that constant fear of being labelled as something you're not, like a perv. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I think well, I was trying to think of a better term of phrase to use, but. <laughs> Let's put it out there. Why not? Um, I, think, I think you're right. But, I think that's but, the, the concern. Isn't it? Yeah, the, but it, it's media and 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 just society that, that makes us feel like that, and it, it, because there's, there's still not full equality. No. Towards everything, so it, it's just yeah. I uh, I know this is the serious episode, but I got chased down the street once because of it. Well, you because of what? breastfeeding. Uh, right. So you know how you like people don't have close their blinds. Yeah. And you just like casually walk down the street, and you can't help if the windows open, you'll have a, like a cheeky look into someone's house, wouldn't you? So when I was see why they're watching the telly, yeah. So yeah. when I was fifteen, yeah, with my mate Stephen, I was walking down a road to go to an evening service at church, and then uh, I just looked in this person's window, and it was a woman breastfeeding, and Ooh. her husband saw me looking and ran out the door and chased us down the street. Well, and I was see, like, that's crazy. I mean, that's his problem. Yeah, I was like, I'm not looking at anything. But I think you're right. I think a lot of how we feel as parents is how how the media sells us as dads, isn't it? Like some of the most frustrating dads in the world are on TV. That they're on kids' TV for a start. Yeah. And, you know, I know that the the most frustrating dad on TV has got to be Daddy Pig. Uh, yeah. The worst program for... Uh, without a doubt. Body shame. Without a doubt, the worst parent. I mean, what that man goes through, man, Pig. pig. Anyway, we're going to keep using man because he he's there representing all of us, isn't he? And he's it's just terrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you all can't it, come it, in the tent, Daddy. You're too big. It yep. does give the do wrong this. impression. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> I do think that pig is quite funny, but I know I know exactly what you mean. Um, I'm quite an expert at this, and then like fails fails all every time, or can't find his glasses. They're on his head. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. it's just constant little things, little digs at Daddy Pig that make us look terrible. It's not yeah, nice. It's in general. It's yeah. Like yeah. Homer Simpson. Yeah. Homer Simpson's rubbish. Yeah. Can't do anything. Just like you can't do your job as a parent or your job. Yeah. And it's entity. Yeah. Are so there, so what, mean, what are we saying? We're saying that it, it's encouraging children to look more towards like like well like like the the, the dad the, the the dad being a bit of a joke and the the, the mum's the, the more serious 100%. parent 100% yeah things getting done in Peppa Pig aren't done by Daddy Pig they're done by Mommy Pig oh, yeah. but, then, but then they pick up on it really easily because like I built a Harper a den and then she was like no dad you, you're too big to fit in this and I was like well, there's plenty of room in here but she's obviously watched she's watched Peppa Pig before and she's know there's a den episode where I think they go camping and Daddy Pig can't get in and he's like, uh, no, you're too big, Daddy, you can't come in the tent. This is really bad, like, body image on Daddy Pig. Yeah, it's just a... I don't know. I think they try to come up with these programs to educate kids and be like, right, this is what Mummy and Daddy are like, but in the real world, it's not at all. Because Mummy Pig holds down a job yeah, and then does all the stuff around the house. Daddy Pig barely holds down a job. Yeah. 
forgets to take his work to work with him and the kids throw out the window with an airplane. Yeah, good episode. Yeah, but also incredibly yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Don't call it a good episode when we're ranting on Peppa Pig. No. Jeez. The best bit episode, by the way, is when Peppa learns to whistle. That's brilliant. Reminds you of, um, or was this on something else, um, where dad brings home a takeaway, mum brings home a takeaway. Oh, and how they're seen. Yeah. Yeah. Different perspectives. Well, mum, yeah, because the dad was seen, mum was seen as a, Lazy. Oh, too lazy to cook, and the dad seen as a fun. Oh yes, McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. Which is strange because I I I feel like like in the mod, this day and age that I, I do feel um, although like um, you know we still got a way to go. I do feel like sort of men do seem to cook a lot more now than they than um, than they have done in the past. So, but it needs to like be a thing from start like when we went to antenatal uh antenatal that's yeah. right isn't it yeah when we went to antenatal classes there was nothing like no, about no. the dad and like fair enough like sophie's the one that carried harper and like yeah fair do to sophie like she was amazing but as a dad there is nothing like in those sessions like why can't they do a session where it's like we're going to split now mums yeah. and dads let's do a session on right well and what your what your worries as a dad, what your challenge is going to be as a dad, because I've known a lot of dads over the last year who have had mental breakdowns because yeah. they've just become a parent and they don't know what the heck they're doing. But it's because, well, the mum gets all the, like, yes, the mum is amazing for bringing the child into the world, but they get all the focus. And it's like, well, dads can get postnatal depression. Like, dads can get the same, exactly the same effect mentally than the, the, the mum can. We're both parents at this class. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but just so generally, like when I went, there was nothing like, and yeah. Right, so you could have quite easily done that. Yeah, you could easily do a dad. Like, why can't you just do? But, but, but what you're saying is the dads might as well have not been there. Yeah, yeah. You're there to support the you, you the mum. Yeah, well, but no, you both actually, go no, through. It's, it's, All right, it's, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, the mum goes through through a lot more, but you know, as as um, as the dad, you know, you're there to support and. Or is, is knowing how to support? What, yeah, what is, you know, and yeah, you've got to know how, and, and yeah, in order to because uh, it's not just like churches like to help each other. Really, it's not just churches and charities' roles to like do parenting classes and stuff like that. Like it needs to be part of um, the wider, wider secular world. Um, Ryan just cracked open the uh, coffee stout. Um, it's the right color. It smells good too. We'll let you know. Yeah, literally cutting through what's left of my cold. So. Yeah, it just—I mean, it just bugs me. It's always bugged me that you know, dads, are, dads are seen as a, an accessory, and uh, I think sometimes what's really frustrating and sad is that sometimes, still in the world, because that image is perpetrated by the media, there are dads out there who accept that and who think, "Yeah, do you know what? I'm not going to be as involved and as active." Mm. Glenn, I think you're getting a raw deal there. That's all right. Yeah. Do you think we've moved on any? Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think, you know, we talked about this. Oh, I think I might be my glass. Uh, we talked about, you know, the, the whole changing table thing. And I think sometimes, you know, in some places there has been a shift and there is more provision for dads. Um, but I, I still very much think that, you know, this. And it's the whole mental health thing mm. that you know. There's still a stigma attached that dads can't kind of talk about their mental health 
as a dad. It's something I struggle with a lot. You know, we, we've been going on a, a real journey with Jonah and it's it's battered me. Really, really struggled with it. And uh, and I think actually... Do you, do you feel as though you've got anyone to talk to about it? Well, as it happens, I've got a live-in psychotherapist for a wife. Yes, I know. Well, I'm sorry, I meant other than... But other than that, um, it's been difficult because I think... And again, I think it's that idea and that constant, you know, we were, as kids, we saw that, you know, you talk about Homer Simpson and, you know, those are the those are the dads that we saw and those dads didn't seem to have any sort of struggle. There was no wisdom. No. Or they were just buffoons. Uh-huh. Where does your wisdom come from as being a dad? It comes from other dads. You know, it comes from being able to talk to pretty much... I've I've managed to surround myself with dads that I trust. Oh, thanks, mate. And G. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was too serious for a couple of minutes there. Sorry, right. but I've I've surrounded myself with dads that I can trust and people who you know that will listen. Um, and I mean, my dad, my dad's brilliant. I love him to bits. Um, but even you know, even growing up, oh, the coffee stout's Sorry. not a win. No, it's it's not very coffee. Bit bitter. Sorry, sorry, I just cut you off, mate, because yeah, of my face. You're, you're full flow, sorry. I just don't think you're fond of stouts. No, I'm not fond of stouts. not a lot of coffee. Right. It's not a lot of coffee. There's a little, yeah, there's enough at the end of that. I thought it's all right. It's, it's, not, it's not unpleasant. It's not unpleasant. It's quite sweet. But you two aren't. Our listeners will know that. Uh, yeah, my dad's bro. I love him to bits. Um, and I think, you know, looking back, I mean, we're looking, bear in mind, we're looking back sort of 35 years at least kind of roughly when I started to be aware of dad in the house. He was, he put a lot of pressure on himself to be the, the breadwinner in the house. What do you mean? Because he was working lots? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was working a, a lot. And uh, and then mum was kind of the, the constant at home. And, the, you know, my dad's, my dad's job at times meant that he was away. Um which meant that, you know, then obviously mum was kind of the the ever-present. But it's, yeah, I think the world around us, as I kind of, especially as more and more of my friends became dads, I think we've we've had to, we've had to change. We've had to find, and we're still rubbish at it. You know, I'm still, I, as much as I say I've surrounded myself with people I can talk to, I'm still really bad at actually reaching out and talking to them. Know they're there, but don't use them, you know. <clears throat> like pet insurance. Yeah. What? Why? Would you? Why? Because of that. Because there's still that stigma. You know, there's still that that little bit towards where you're thinking who, towards towards men talking about how they feel. Yeah, but is, is that how you feel personally, or or you think other people f- think that? I think probably both. You think you're being judged? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Because. I I I've been through it. I oh, no. I I, yeah, yeah. I went I went through quite a bad patch actually. Um, <clears throat> so much so I moved out for a bit. I resorted to moving out for a couple of weeks because it is it, just affecting everyone. Um, but I couldn't turn to my family. My family don't don't understand it. They kind of and they won't mind me saying this, but 
they are kind of set in their ways a little bit. They're old-fashioned. And I know there's members of my family that are probably going through struggles, but they're not, they won't share it. They'll just, they just keep it in and don't say anything. Um, whereas I would rather, I feel comfortable sharing and just getting it out. But at the time, I mean, th there's no family member I could turn, immediate family member I could turn to and, and just sort of say, look, you know, I'm not okay. Because they wouldn't understand. Because it's like, well, you know, you, you know, you, you're a sudlow. You should, you should be okay. Well, they you wouldn't know. know how to respond. Like, they, they yeah, no, if you say I'm not okay, it, they'd be like, oh, they're in a headlight. Well, yeah, and it, it's almost as though, like, well, you know, you kind of, um, you know, you're weakening the, the the name a little bit because, like, we've always that's not who we are, kind of thing. Does that does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but but I just think it's that old fashioned mentality. But um, yeah, so but so you do need but you do need someone to turn to, and you know, and you shouldn't be embarrassed by it. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's human. Um, so you know, I had counselling, and quite frankly, it helped. It helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, I think. Uh, um. But and in all fairness, Joe has been really supportive. Um, awesome. Um, and but I know it was hard at the time, but we're, we're good. We're all right now. I think as well for me, one of the the big challenges for me, and I know it's not just me at the table with this one, was trying to kind of do parenting and being really far away from family. You know, because yeah. then then yeah. it's not family that you're calling on. It's it's friends who kind of have no not that family have an obligation but you know what I mean friends don't have that same level of sometimes it's easier to ask family for yeah. for certain help but you yeah. see that was my issue I, I thought although my family are close by mm. they're just up the road I I, I probably be, see my family more than you see yours yeah you? exactly I, my mum comes around once a week but um, yeah I, I, I still feel I, I, I couldn't turn to him so I still felt I couldn't turn to him so um, they might as well have not. They might as well have been a million yeah. miles away. So, so would you have turned to your family if they were close well, by? Well, as it happens, <clears throat> I uh, I did talk to my brother, um, and uh, it's quite nice because I just told him that you know I wasn't doing so well with my mental health, and and every now and again since then, when we talk, he'll ask me if I'm alright, and I'll go, yeah, I'm alright. They go, yeah, but are you are you really okay? I, it's nice. I like that. And there's there's something in this the power of asking twice. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It's something that we need to do. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, because I think if you, you know, there's the there's the standard kind of British stiff upper left upper left answer. Fine. I'm yeah. fine, and I bad. don't want to know how you actually are. Mm. Yeah. that's why we ask people how they are because we don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the answer to be short and sharp. I'm good. Yeah, you? because Move if you, on. yeah. Or, actually, or if you're fine and you, you, the other person isn't, you know, some people actually feel good about that. Oh, things are going okay for me, you know. Yeah, my day is good. Yeah. But, I mean, if you want to enjoy someone else's misery, watch EastEnders. Yeah. Oh, you know. totally. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> that's what it's there for. Is it, is it Genuinely, that? that's why most people... Is, it, is it still like that? I don't know. I don't yeah. watch it. I don't watch or, it. Or uh, Home and Away. I don't watch either. Watch Home and Away in the Bath with a sound really good. Yeah. What was on your... Oh, Pickle. Right. I'm the, so glad you've so much stick. Pickle? What are you talking about? 
Are you American? Did you Did just it? ask him if his pickle floats in the bath? The gherkin. Well, oh, the, no, it's on the tray. It's on the bath tray. You've got That's a bath impressive. tray. Yeah. That's impressive. Well done, fella. You have yeah, a... Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, hanging yeah. over the edge. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Again, it was that... It's, I can't... That's part of my problem as well. You have a thing. You have a bath tray. Yeah. It's, it's Sophie. So, Sharp minute, because actually this is really important, and genuinely it's something that I know I do, and I'm not the only one. I hide behind humour. Yes, so, no, I know, I can see it. I, I do it all the time. And I know I'm not the only one that does it. And you're not that um, funny either. Hey. I'm funnier verbally. <laughs> well, we've established I, I, I that because he, said, he didn't win the dad joke. Yeah. We've got a button, a button for that. that. Yeah, no, but we, by the time you yeah. press it, no, so nah, you go. You, you're, always, you're always pressing the wrong button. I think you need to label them. So. There it is. Um, but I think sometimes we're, as men, we kind of we hide behind that insincerity that we don't actually care about what the other person says when we ask how they are or we make a joke about how they are or we make a joke about anything else just to avoid being serious for a minute because we're scared of it you know and it's I don't know what that's about so how, really how do I guess well, my question is how do we get ourselves in a position where we can be real because that, that's really what you're, what you're coming to like yeah. how can you be honest with someone and not feel like you're having to live up to anything, but just be honest with people. We want to be just relational. real dads. I, I was up. thinking that, and I didn't actually mean to... You were trying to work out how to get into a sentence. I knew you were. It's okay. Uh, you're but you're right. right. How do we get to that point? And I think, I mean, for me, ironically, and I, th- I think I genuinely mean this, even if you'd said to me six months ago that we'd have this conversation six months ago, I'd have struggled with it. But actually... <laughs> the irony is that this conversation will then be listened to by other people. So what's which changed? Which is kind of weird. Building this uh-huh. around the table where we can sit and have a conversation. Even though the microphone's there, and even though we've had a beer or whatever, it's, you know. Do you feel more comfortable behind the mic? Or does that not make any difference? It doesn't make a difference. Right. It's because we've spent time together as a four and got to know each other properly, you know. It's that old, you know, it's the old cheesy Instagram rubbish line of friends of the family you choose for yourself. You see, <laughs> you see, I haven't got a problem with telling anyone. It's just that whether that person wants to listen. Because, like you've just said, some people don't. They don't. But that's what relationship is. It's not having someone to talk to. It's being willing, being willing to, to listen to someone. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. listening actually is a very difficult, for some people, it's a very difficult art to learn because often it's not actually doing anything it's not giving a solution or an answer it's just actually just listening and maybe asking some good questions and not and that, that's not a for some people i mean i'm i've learned over the years to listen better and to maybe ask some open sort of questions just to draw out of stuff but it's but you're not there to necessarily give a solution unless they're really looking for help in and a certain way. That's the big problem that a lot of men have as well. You always want to find the we problem. F- yeah, it's a, oh, it's there's a problem. Yeah, I've got something. the answer, mate. Yeah, and it's yeah, like sometimes yeah. actually there's Don't not... Don't fixing. No. Yeah. And I think that's what we... I mean, I've learned that over the years. Yeah. Um, sometimes with people, just just listening. is Sometimes that's all people really need and, and having that... I suppose getting to that environment where people can just be one, be real and you... Knowing how to listen. 
But that goes like hand in hand in your marriage as well, doesn't it? Because like there'd be some things like Sophie will go through, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. But it doesn't need fixing. Like I don't need to be the person to fix it. She just needs me to listen to her and be like, all right, okay, like this is what you're struggling with or whatever. Or if it's one of you guys or someone else, and it's like, right, just listen and see, right, let's uh, let's try and work through it together rather than trying to fix everyone's problems. But I think as well, there's something in kind of self-validating and being aware that actually you're someone that that people want to hear from and want to listen to, you know? Like, you messaging the other week to ask for advice actually was a big thing because, you know, that meant that you trust what I think as a parent, and that's, that's a big deal. You know, if, we, if we're in a position where we have other dads around us that we can trust and we can ask those questions, then it's, it can only help, can't it? Yeah. Regardless of, you know, what society presents as us, we've got a kind of, and again, it's coming back to, I'm, do, I'm not doing it on purpose, but it's coming real. back to just being real. It's being real and it's building a network around you of, yeah. of like-minded dads. Yeah, definitely. That are in the, not necessarily the same life situation because we're all different stages of life and kids or whatever, but it's building that experience and, yeah, just going through the journey together. Yeah. But that, and you know, I, I, I think that's something that has definitely been a big build for me because you know, you're asking me questions about Harbour as a four year old because I'm, as the four of us, I'm the next dad up. Yeah. Aren't I? yeah. And then I've got questions about Jonah and what Jonah's going through and all that. And so I, I know Andrea and Fee have talked and yeah. we've had one or two yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, it's, it's about, it's about kind of being in that network but not, not expecting to fix things. That's what's really key. Yeah, that wasn't at all what we were going to talk about this episode. It wasn't. But it's, it I, went it's, been, it's been good. I think it's been good. But if you are a dad that's listened to this and you're struggling with like, I don't know, if you've not got any other like-minded dads around or yeah. get, uh, in touch. get in touch. Yeah, yeah, like any advice that we can give you with uh, with our backgrounds in the four of us. Um, we're always happy to go for a beer as well if you're yeah local. Because I think it's safe to say as well, just come back to the mental health. It, it's like it's also difficult talking to somebody. Unless they're a stranger, um, because you don't know whether they've been through it, and and you know, and if you don't know whether somebody's been through it, you're not going to tell them because you know it's quite a com- complicated thing, and um, they can't really relate to it. So it's like what you're sharing is like something they're probably not going to understand unless they've been through it themselves. Yeah. But and the same no, if somebody doesn't tell tell you they've been through it then you don't know any difference so it is good that you know we do share these things because we can kind of feed off one another and and just get some kind of some sort of resolve it's the old kind of biblical thing of iron sharpening iron isn't it Mm -hmm. we make each other bear but it's also about you being the dad and not trying to copy other people as well yeah because like I think I always thought oh, I'll be the same dad that my dad is which dad's amazing but I'm a completely different dad to how my dad is so it's about like n- there's no cardboard copy of a dad like everyone's different you're all going to do things differently and like or have your own little uh, takes on how to be yeah. a parent and stuff I and think as soon as you realise that your kids are completely different to yeah. how you were as a kid yeah yeah then you've got the world changes you have to yeah. be a different dad yeah 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 wow um, just to kind of finish off that conversation, I think um, 
we are in we are in chat with uh, a number of different parties to put together a, a bit of a men's mental health event um, with Bear Heroes and that psychotherapist that I mentioned earlier who I happen to live with. Uh, she has offered therapist, psychiatrist. Yeah. No, she's a psychotherapist. What's the difference? Wow, can't believe I could. I'm with Stu. Psych- Stu, 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 you know, to experience really severe yeah, uh, mental difficulty. That would be... Well, so I suppose the therapy side of it is like, how do you deal with it yeah. long term? And that's exactly what she wants to, to come in and help us mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, so Andrea wants to come and talk to us about, talk to men who are there about how to, you know, different ways of coping, you know, different ways of kind of things that we can do to, to help ourselves and help each other. Um, and I know there's a, a number of people who are keen to come and share their stories about their mental health journey. So yeah, we're looking into that. And if that uh, sounds good. interesting, let us know because we'd love yeah. to know kind of numbers and uh, yeah, if it's uh, going to be helpful, beneficial to anyone. Please do. Before we finish off the episode, that was a way serious episode. Oh yeah, it's good that. Um, yeah, yeah, before yeah, we finish go off. the direction we thought it was. No, no, it's all. No. That's okay. That's good. That's good. Um, and it means that we've still got content for another episode at some point. Terrific. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we finish, Sai, how are you feeling? Are you feeling lucky? Uh, yeah, feeling like uh, a very lucky saint. We, I thought that was, yeah. was going to be like the Clint Eastwood. No. Do you, so, are you terrible feeling lucky? Link. That's what we do. We do terrible links into next segment. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah, so I thought because we always do a... Uh, a beer segment at the start, which is uh, which has been amazing beers tonight. That what I'm putting that loosely because I wasn't a fan of the coffee one, but uh, the coffee stays good. It's a good state. Um, there are some people that are listening that might be uh, just teetotals, don't drink, or they decide to go low on alcohol. So uh, lucky saint, uh, we reached out to them and they've um, sent us a lovely gift of a box of uh, twelve beers for us. So we've got some 0.5 percent uh, low alcohol uh, unfiltered lagers. Uh, which are really nice. Yeah, Very it's a nice, nice summer beer. Uh, so really thanks, good. Lucky Saint. Um, Brewed in Germany. Yeah, they're nice. Really? They're really good. Um, there's a lot of good non-alcoholic or low-alcohol beers on the market at the minute. I think uh, next episode, I'm gonna we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do oh, a, good idea. Good we're idea. gonna do a low-alcohol slash non-alcohol uh, special. Yeah, so just give you some good. Uh, yeah, I think and so. If, yeah. if there's any that you can recommend that we yeah. might miss, then give us a shout. Yeah, definitely. Or send us some. Yeah, summer is summer is coming. Yeah, so you might not want to have such a uh, or driving. Yeah, like I came around yours tonight, and yeah, I just bought, driving, I, so. I bought four cans of uh, non-alcoholic beer the other night. Yeah, just nice. Yeah, you don't have to worry about driving then, do you? No. Nope. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, so thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, cheers, guys. Any uh, yeah, if you have got anything that's uh, kind of spoke to you tonight, or you want to email us in, yeah, it's just uh, just real dads at vino fifty three org, or drop us a DM. Uh, just real dads underscore pod or on Facebook as well. But uh, all good boys. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Right. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. See, See you, you next time on an episode of Just Real Dads. Yeah.